Hello, this is John Renaud, and you're listening to the Mobile Radio Carnival via the CEF.world. Check us out, Uncommon Genius for the Common Types. Okay, when do you want me to say that? You can do it right now. We'll start gabbing. Hey there, this is John. You're listening to the Mobile Radio Carnival, and today's guest is a musical artist known as Marianne. Oh, that is fantastic. I greatly appreciate that introduction. It's lovely to speak with you. I We play some of your vibe on Pluto Radio, which we're happy to do, and I'm, I'm very intrigued in talking to you. So, well, I'll tell you what, because you're a very unique musical artist, you have a a unique vocal style. um, And I want to talk to you about that being a fellow singer. I'm very curious how you came to present music the way you do. And I also have a sense that you're an interesting character outside of just your musical presence being unique. So that's why I'm excited to talk to you. Good. I'm glad. I'm excited to learn about myself because that's all I can do. My I think gosh. that's all we have. That's an exciting way to put that, by the way. It's, you know, let me tell you, I, um, when I was 18, I'm, I'm going to be 65 May 5th. Well, welcome to 65. I, welcome to 65. And, um, you know, once you get through your 20s and your romances and your, um, um, I don't want to say stupidity, you're, you're growing pain, you know, then you get into your thirties and then you have children and, you know, and you're, you know, you're, you're, you're grooming them. And then you get into your forties and life is changing and sags come and you get double chins and all this stuff that starts to happen to you. And, um, and, and, and you look at life, though, you look at what's happening around you, not necessarily only in uh, politics, but uh, like in general job settings and your own personal life. Like, OK, and, and then when you do take a look at it, you really got to look deep because you're living with somebody for 30 years now and you have to make assessments as to where the changes came from why they came where the ego came in from um uh, and and you got to go back to a ch- a, the childhood and you got to go back to the parents and yeah you know life is funny it's just funny i started writing when i was 47 when i was 18 i wanted to sing i went to sing out uh, i forget the song it was a rock song love rock and um I went to this audition with these two guys playing and I sang my heart out and they were like really impressed. And there I was all of 110 pounds with, uh, you know, long brown hair and brown eyes. And I looked like I was 12, right. you know? So, um, you know, so I don't know, just, uh, now it's the, now, you know, life is different. It's like, the first song that I wrote was in 2006. We were up at the camp house up in um, up by Corinth there on Stewart's Pond, and uh, company was coming who plays the guitar, and I said, "I want to, I want to play a song here," and you know, it just came out as "Freedom Free," and uh, now, of course, not. It's not free. Never nice. going to be free. Never right. will be free. And you never heard that on the news. It was just like freedom is free. Right. Well, these people are on 
drugs. It's like, who are they kidding? You know, people die, you pay for everything you own, you know, it's not free. And there's a price for everything, rape, whatever, incest, doesn't matter what it is, you're paying for it. Somebody's paying a price. But anyway, that's the first song I wrote. And uh, that was back in 2006. And then um, I, Johnny, listen, I'm not a guitar player. I'm a guitar player. I just have basic rhythms, basic C, D, G, you know, that's what I have. Right. So I'm maybe I'm more of a lyricist than anything. And of course, I sing my own songs and I love doing covers, just love doing covers. I like doing covers the way they do them. I like I like I like doing what the artist does. Like in Moondance, I was asked by a um, uh, a ship, a guy, a real tiny little guy who moves ships from California to New York to Florida. And he's uh, Tim and I played out and. We were singing. He said, can you, he's a flute player. So he said, can you do moon dance? I was like, well, uh, never did uh, Van Morrison. So uh, I can't do it right now, but if you give me a week, you know, and so we went back the next week and there's a glitch in the song. It's it's not a glitch. It's a hook. It's an A and it, and I kept trying to get it. I said to Tim, I'm not going to be able to get to hit this, to hit this, to hit this. Well, once I hit it, I was just like, oh, I'm a star because it's like, it was just a, Whatever he did, you had to catch it, you know? Yeah. But um, but I love doing covers. I did Ain't No Sunshine. Ain't No Sunshine, I changed because I changed Ain't No Sunshine to, it, uh, to well, which starts out with she, then I put he, and then I, I put they've gone. Yeah, I've because, actually listened to that uh, version. I've heard your version of that. I really, I was going to, yeah. it's in my notes to bring up, in fact. Because that is probably my personal favorite remake that you've you've done that I've heard. Uh, I just found it exceedingly compelling to listen to. But well, I, I, I'm I'm really you know it annoyed me. The song annoyed me. I mean, it's a great song with a interesting. Very, it annoyed me because in the song he says about her, uh, "Leave that young thing alone." And I'm like, right. "What is going on there? And what happened?" So. I, I I wasn't going to change that. I didn't want to change anything. I just wanted to add. It's not her. It's him. It's they. If they've gone, if he's gone, if she's gone, if there's a problem, the lights are out. The house is dark. That is it. Let's just include everybody. We don't want that to happen anyway. So, you know, that's what the song portrays, I guess. You know, if there, if, 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 if it's abuse or whatever it is or, or if the breakup, um, it's sad and, and, and the house is dark. No, I thought it was um, a great song to, uh, to do and just to add to, you know, just to add him and, and, and they've gone because uh, it says it all. Yeah, I found that that's part of what it made it compelling to listen to because I, I, I found it curious the way that you added uh, the children in and you, you had a more of a, uh, kind of an overview as you're describing and it, it did it, it's just like it, it was fresh it was a different slant on the song plus I think that your vocal quality is you know a nice uh, thing for that particular song you talk about hitting an A in the, the Van Morrison song is it do well, you well, have... it, wasn't, it wasn't an A in the note it was uh, it was saying like the a word change. A oh okay okay it was Right. It was a change. And I was just like, you know, it was just so tricky. I gotcha. and, and if you go back and listen to it, you can hear it. And it was not easy to do. And I'm a good mimicker. And I was just like, but I did. I got it. And once I got it, I was like, oh, I'm in love with this song. I'm in love with yeah. every song that I do. 
you know, I just like would like to make love to all my songs, I think. But, um, it's interesting because uh, you, when you do a remake, you, you're saying you try to uh, emulate what was there. When I do them, I kind of say, you know, I'm going to bastardize how I feel to do it, um, which sometimes is completely different and sometimes it's kind of close. So I, I find that fascinating that, and you do, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, your catalog is rather extensive as far as uh remakes go too um and it's 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 i can tell you have a joy for singing and that's that's why i guess you do the remakes as well as your well, own music i do i got tired of doing them i i i didn't get tired i just you know i i lost momentum uh before the pandemic just you know oh family things you know kids and you know, you just get busy with other stuff and it's like, all right, you know, I just didn't have the motivation. But now Monday, I'm going to go in. Finally, I just before you got on, uh, we got on together. I had to take a three hour vocal session. Oh, my gosh. With on on, on the computer. Uh, I use um, Anna Verba and uh -huh. I think she's really good. But, um, you know, John, it's like anything else. You lose your boobs. You lose everything <laughs> falls. Everything falls and your vocal cords fall. So you have to work them. I mean, like I said, I'm sixty five. So sometimes I'll go in, you know, it'll just just strain. But if I um I'm strong right now because I did this three hours and I tell my husband, I have to do this because if I don't do this, I can't get the notes out. Right. You know, and, and it's just discipline. But I um I don't mind doing it. So I wasn't doing anything. So that's what I did today because I want to record on Monday a Harper Valley PTA. Oh, wow. I definitely, I, yeah, I want to do that. I, I, want, I definitely song. want to do that. Yeah, it's a great song. And I want to do um, I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett. Oh, so wow. I want to do that. Probably cut the ending off a little bit because she does a lot of um, I love rock and roll. You know, put another dime in the jukebox, baby. And she repeats it so many times. I won't do that. You know, yeah. I'll just cut it short. Um, I did Crimson and Clover. I just, you know, kind of just cut out a couple things because it's just too much. But yeah, it's, um, it's it's such a it's such an interesting range of things that you seem interested in uh, doing as well. I find that fascinating as as well. But I'd like to, if we could, I'm going to put on Transparent World so the audience hears a little bit of what you do, and we'll come back right after that and continue talking. Okay. Okay. Very fantastic. When the world is darkest, your soul burns bright. 
That's Transparent World, man. I, I really like that song of yours. It's kind of got this country folky vibe. It's kind of, were you called or considered a roots, like a folk roots type performer for a while? Because I sense um, a lot of that in some of the some of the work you do. Well, you know, I, I was in the I was in the, uh, the I went to the 59th and the 60th um, Grammys. And they put me down as a folk singer, and and really, I'm 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 a rock singer, I'm a folk rock singer, you know. And then you have um, "Hand in the Fire," which is the first song on my Transparent album. That wasn't written by me, but um, that's a pop song. So it's like, but they got to categorize it, you know. They got their yeah. own thing no, going on. No, I understand on, that. Whatever, you know. I but, mean, that's um, that's what I find when I listen to your music. Is there's like a uh, diversity to where it feels like you come from. Like you seem to enjoy different types of music, and you kind of meld them into your own performance, which is which is a really. I don't. Well, here here's the other thing. So you don't think that I'm this movie star, this wonderful singer. I write the songs. I write the lyrics, and then uh, actually George Gurgley came in, and he changed. He doesn't change the song. He just he, uh, whatever he does to vamp up that that rhythm, he changes it a little. He adds that 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 spark. Right. Me, I'm just playing with the same. I play with the same rhythm. It's my voice that does it. That's what George said to me. He goes, Mayor, you play with the same rhythm all the time, but your voice changes the delivery of right. the the straight rhythm that you give it. It's your voice that moves and travels and does all these crazy things. You know. Um. So that's what I do with my music. I, I write it, I sing it, and then I let the musicians do what they want. But I have final say. If I don't like it, I, I don't, you know, I, um, that's no good. Right. So, you know, like I have, I have to make sure that it's right. I might change something and move it. Um, but um, I don't know. And I have no talent, John. I'll tell you right uh, now. I just don't. I just, I just, uh, so it's, I'm glad that I was given something to fall on to 
I, I, I'm very happy for the fact that I can look back at something like Rosebud and, and say, um, you know, that's life. You know, um, yeah. this is what happens. Nowhere to turn in the third verse. Guess what? Everybody wants to be held. And in the third verse, it all comes, it, it all comes together. So they're all my writings and I'm very proud of them because somebody said to me, you know, Mary, you should, you should do a bio. Why? I said, I got it right here. Hips, lips, yeah. and eyes, rosebud. If I trickle, a time spent with you is about death. I got it all. You know, so, so you want my bio? <laughs> Listen to my music. No, that I'll makes tell sense. You my whole life story, you know? Exactly. But, and if you um, write the bio, you'll run out of material to write your music with, right? I mean, you're kind of, it's kind of something that has to come out. Right. I just, you know what? I only write what um, is given to me. Yeah. Um, it's just given to me. And I write that, you know, what, what will come after. I'm going to record also uh, uh, my song, The, um, the Outsider, uh-huh. on, on Monday also. It won't be done on Monday, but I'm going to record it. And um, with the two covers, because I haven't done anything in a while, you know, and it's hard to get motivated at 65. It's like, oh, man, i got to take the vitamin B12. i got to take the protein. i got to take this. i got to take that. <laughs> it's you a know, chemistry to battle. keep yourself going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But um, Transparent World is one of my favorite favorite songs that's a great song and in what would be the is it are you like a metaphysical person I, I i read a little bit and indicated you consider yourself a spiritual person but is it like you always seem to have a positive um even if some of the songs feel sad there still seems to be a yes, positive yes. thing to it is there is there well, a, they did. go ahead i'm sorry Yes, the uh, the C G D. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, they're happy sounds. I don't like to sing in minors, um, though there might have one in my song or whatever. But it's not there for long. So it's the song itself that's upbeat. You know, yeah. um, like Rosebud, the sad song, nowhere to turn. But they're all C C G. They're all um, upbeat um, chords. Well, it's funny, even. Even in Nowhere to Run, the, uh, um, is that, it, I think, is it Nowhere to Run or Nowhere to Turn? Nowhere to Turn, yeah. Okay, even in that song, which is one of the songs we're going to slot into this show as well, um, it, it has, it is, it, it, I, I was fascinated because it, it's like, it does have a sad vi- overall essence to it, but still there's, it's, it felt positive in a way. And, and some of it's hidden in the lyrics too, I think. Like it's not, I don't think you write something. I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe the way it's phrased too. Listen, I think that. I, can't get with it. I just do it. <laughs> well, I, I, that's fine too, because sometimes I, you know, I mean, we do get the chance to sit and talk and maybe overanalyze stuff. But I know some people just operate the way you just said, where it's like, John, I don't really overthink it. I just go from the heart, and that's, I guess, why I'm asking if it's based more in your spiritual or a metaphysical thing with you. Well, when I wrote Nowhere to Turn, uh, it was a sad time in my life, although um, although I'm, I wasn't separated or anything like that. It's just a, um, an understanding of what's going on. So, um, you know, she didn't feel like her hand was being held. She didn't feel like she was right. uh, really understood. She felt cast out because there's a sense of um, a withdrawal from the other person. And she had nowhere to turn. But but then, he, you know, of course, he's going to come looking for her and he does and he finds her in the sand. That didn't happen. Um, and uh, she's got oh. streaks on her face and she's uh, she's the uh, tears are falling in her hand. 
and her shoes and socks, so she's scared, you know, whatever. And uh, But it gets down to the third verse because my husband said to me, Mayor, uh, can you change it to something good happening here? Oh, and I, okay. I, really, I wasn't really in the mood to change anything because this is the way it was coming out. And then it hit me. Yeah, you know, so he grabbed her and he held her close and told her that she was the most of everything he had to have. And there you go. <laughs> Sign sealed delivered. And it changed the whole, you know, it made the ending just pulled at, put it, pulled it all together. And I, and I thought, well, this is, you know, I, I played that song a thousand times and I, I cried a thousand times. Every time right. I played it, I cried because it's so emotional. And the, the, the third verse is so like, so you, you want that so bad. And, 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 and it's not, you don't need the flowers and all that stuff. You just need the acknowledgement like you're human, you know? Yeah. Well, it's really um, nice lyrically the way that you broke down when she's going to the door and all of that stuff. It really, it really was this, it, it, it kind of suspended time for me when I heard it. And it really, I had strong images in my head when you went through right. that part of the song, um, which is really cool. I mean, it's just, you, 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 would you consider yourself traditional in the way that you do music? Oh no, I have no idea what I am, John. I'm just, I'm just, um, a fluke. <laughs> I have, I have no idea. I have no, I have no training. I have no, um, my husband is a, tra he plays all the rhythm on the covers and he's yeah. great. He can play them. He can play them and I just sing them. And, um, yeah, I have no, uh, honestly, I have no talent. <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't just, say um, that. Oh, so I have no Listen, when I wrote Picture Perfect, let me tell you, let me tell you real quick. <laughs> I got to tell you this story because it's just so funny. Picture Perfect is about making love. There's no doubt about it. Now, right. you know, it could be two things. Either it's deep inside in the heart or it's deep inside. Uh, it's up to you to decide. <laughs> I know how it was written. But what happened was is the, I'm 65. I'm going to be 65 next week. Okay. So I've been on hormones for a while. So they have to give you estrogen, which is actually esterol. And then they give you testosterone. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's your sex drive. And then I asked my husband to get on it too. And we went into this sexathon, which was oh, wow. like <laughs> for a yeah. month long nice. because they put, they put pellets in you. And, and of course it, it, it seeps into your system and then you get to a certain point and you get to a height and then it's a slow decline, but it's like, Oh my God, we had sex everywhere to the point where Tim said, uh, bear, I'm done. I'm not doing this. Oh, no. And I said, well, I, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going to go. I'm, when my time is up, I'm going to get the pellets again. And he said, well, that's fine. I could keep up with you. <laughs> and then he oh. said, listen, because I can't keep up with you. But, um, but I still take the pellets and, you know, you get older, so things settle in the way they do and whatever. But anyway, that song, uh, he came out when I was writing it. I was sitting here. He was in the bedroom. He came out and he's like, what are you writing? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just coming out. Picture perfect. You know, and he's like, oh my God, man, you can't sing like that. I'm like, why not? 60, I'm 60 years old. I can yeah. do anything I wanted. Exactly. I wouldn't do that in my 20s or 30s. It's like, oh my God, they're judging me. It's like, who cares? At, you know, at this age, I just don't care, John. Right. Matter. No, I understand. But I love, I love, I love the song. I love, I love Picture Perfect. I'm like, I'm proud of myself. I'm like, wow, I'm a woman, and I can have an orgasm, and I, I'm on hormones that are great. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's what came out of it. But, that's uh, it was, well, that's it was, fun. 
I mean, it's fun yeah. that you just, like you say, you're just like, I'm not going to, I don't care. This is what I feel like writing. I'm not going to, I, cause I get a sense you do the same thing I do where like something kind of comes to you and you have to, in my case, I have to kind of let it flow and figure it out and maybe shape it a little bit, but I got to leave it alone at the same time. And it sounds like you kind of talking about it the same way where you end up getting this thing handed to you and you have to deal with it however you deal with it does that make sense yeah it's just like well you know because you go back to the to, to the to, to what you were doing and uh, and then you pick up the guitar and all of a sudden it's there it just pops in your head like okay we're right. just gonna write this song it's like um okay so how's this gonna go over <laughs> right right <laughs> But um, but it but it works out. I mean, it's just um, I it's one of my favorites. I I think they're all my favorite. But um, yeah, I just my my husband's expression though is the best. He's like, man, what are you doing? I'm just like, I'm writing this song. He's like, uh, I don't I don't think that's a good idea. I'm like, why not? Sounds good to me. Right. But um, yeah. But, who's, uh, you who's, know, everybody gets over. Who's entitled to censor you at this point, right? You know what I mean? It's just like, look, I've lived it. I'm gonna talk about some of my experience. There it is. Boom. Well, if we don't get censored, you know, they're censoring, let's talk about politics for one second. If yeah. we, uh, they're, they're censoring, they're censoring books right now, but yeah, I heard uh, uh, Zuckerberg uh, say we're going to get to the music too. Now, my music is subtle. Transparent world is up to the individual. Right. Um, uh, it, it, you know, to, to make a decision to, uh, if you saw the video, look inside you, it's up to you to decide, you know, uh, I'm not religious. I was raised Catholic. I made my decisions not to uh, follow religion. And it's a shame that they, they twist religion. Now, now you have to say, well, wait, we need religion because they're twisting it around to make a, a, a you know, um, Catholic religion, it's not Catholic, it's any religion. Listen, here's my thought. If any religion has ever violated a person, I'm done. Yeah. I don't want any part of it. At seven years old, when I had to make communion, there was no way you were getting me into that confessional. Right. I went up to the front of the line, then I went back to the line. Then I lied when I got in there. I would lie because what am I sinning? What am I sinning? When my daughter was seven and she went to make communion, I had to go down and see the priest because they were doing these priest ceremony things and calling the kids sinners. Oh. I had to go down there. I went down there. And he said to me, Mrs. Stefanik, he said, um, you have uh, issues. I'm like, hey, I've got a lot of issues. But right now, this is my issue. <laughs> yeah. Do not call my child a sinner. Not only that, John, but I didn't put her in white. I put her in ivory because I had a wedding. Moms came up to me and said, boy, Mary, you really know how to buck the system. What buck the system? I'm not, I just don't follow the herd. Right. I never did. Even as a little girl, I didn't. I, I wasn't... Um, beaten as a child you know although my father was an alcoholic and he was tough but he was always at work my mother was the opposite she was very kind but um so i put so so i put sammy in a uh, an ivory dress which i used for the wedding and i paid 30 bucks for it imagine that instead of paying like 175 or 110 or whatever right. i did it i did it and said this is what she's wearing if they don't like it i don't have to do this so they put her in the center of all the girls she was like the center of the flower and, you know, a few people came up and said, Mary, you really, you really uh, know how to buck the system. I'm not bucking the system. I'm just doing what I want to do because I'm yeah. not going to be brainwashed. Religion can, is, is brainwashable. I can totally relate to what you're saying. I, I, uh, 
you know, the whole thing about censorship is really a huge issue with me personally. And I know it's a big issue with tons of individuals out there that don't tend yeah. to speak up because it's like, hey, I know how to still be an individual in this the setting of all these rules and stuff. But what you're talking about is what's impending are the is the the more control that these big entities have, the more they're going to take. It's the old give them an inch and take a mile type of thing. This is only the beginning. Exactly. We have to turn this, they have to get this, and I won't say the word, this election's got to be straightened out. They've got the receipt. They've got the proof. Something's got to happen here because we are going down a rabbit hole that we are not going to get out of. And it's communism all the way. And that's why we have to pay attention. Like uh, America's Voice, if you, you don't know, you could Google it and you can download it to your phone. 10 to 12 with Steve Bannon. Anyway, um, he had Miles Grow, Grow, if I'm saying his name, Miles Grow. Anyways, is a defector from China. Uh-huh. And um, he's the one that uh, sings that song, Take Down the CCP. Anyway, um, he said, as a little boy, they would take the children and they're brainwashing them. Okay. This is what they're going to do to our kids, too, or grandchildren. And uh, he said, but I always knew, I always knew no matter what they were telling me, I never lost sight of who I was. That's not the majority, John. The majority will fold. And it will, you know, oh, you're giving me this and that's okay. You want to give me that much money a month? Oh, that's okay. And I can get online and buy this and you'll give me a car and a cell phone. That's okay. No, it's not okay. It's not a free thinker. You're not a free thinker. You know, it's just, you've got to be able to, it's not your truth. It's not my truth. It's the truth. You've got to find it, you know, and it's inside. And that's why Transparent World, you know, I don't even know how I wrote that, but it just, um, it's up to the individual to question and to say why, you know, uh, and even if you can express the truth to know the truth and never lose it. Cause it's not my truth. My daughter said to me the other day, she said, mom, I know what my truth is. I said, it's not your truth. I said, it's the truth. And it's the, tr- the truth is for everybody. The truth is the truth. If rape is rape and it's wrong, it's wrong. That's it. I I tend to think that the lack of clarity, uh, because that's really what I think you're talking about, is is you know that I have always striven to have clarity uh, before I. How can you make a decision until you can see clearly what the scenario is? And I think that's a huge fall down. I. I uh, I don't tend to go political with with uh, the the podcast. It doesn't bother me in any way that we do. I'm pretty much apolitical, but the part that I I absolutely agree with you on is this idea of individuality and how it's being eroded um, is a huge concern of mine. And again, getting back to how you know Zuckerberg's talking about censoring podcasts, like they're gonna because they have the ability to to you know scan what's being said so what we just talked about potentially in two or four years may be blotted out just because you're talking with a slightly divergent opinion to the majority herd and i do agree with you about herd mentality and how damning it can be oh my god and uh, uh, steve bannon was talking about that on america's voice too it's like why don't the chinese people speak up well uh you have miles grow who wrote the song and he's telling you, he's telling you what this communism is. He's telling you, he's telling you. 
And um, he's also telling you that it didn't, he knew not to lose himself. He knew to es- escape or he knew, I don't know his full background, but, yeah. but the people brainwashed, they're brainwashed. They take the children just like Hitler did. Hitler took the teenagers, brought them to a camp, told them have sex, drink, party. But the parents, even though they were against it, you couldn't, when they came back, you couldn't say anything because they, you, you're not going to tell a kid who's having fun, anything. I mean, I have teenagers. Right. You're not going to tell them that. In the meantime, they're being, they're, they're being groomed. And that is, and I hate to say it, but that is what's going to happen here now with, you know, this is very, very bad that they're bringing um, hate and, um, you know, white privilege. And it's like, you know what, we all walk the same walk that, that, Listen, I, I don't know what to say. All I know is that I don't have, um, I have black friends and I don't see it, but it's coming in these democratic states. It's just, it's coming. They're pushing it. They want to do it. I don't know why people want to live on the edge of evil, of, of just um, 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 uh, um, anger. You know, what is it? And reparations, oh God. You want to know who really needs reparations actually are women. We would go back to caveman days, you know, when they couldn't communicate, just slap them around, pull them by the hair, let's have sex. Oh, my. You know, uh, you know, I mean, we could go back to the beginning of time. I mean, it's just like. Yeah, no, you know, I get what you you're saying in the sense that, right. you know, we start we had savage beginnings. There's no doubt. And maybe there's an evolution right. of from then until now that we should consider, I, I think, is what you're talking about. Right. And, and domestically, you know, you don't know what happens behind closed doors. Exactly. So many. You, know, you just don't know. So, you know, for, um, ah, you know what? It's not worth it, John. It's just not worth it. Cause once they get our podcast, they've been like, get rid of John, get rid of Marianne and anybody like them too. <laughs> yeah. I but, just, uh, I think too, I, I, I've never really spent a lot of time with, uh, like Steve Bannon and, in in um, that type of thing. Cause again, I'm, I'm sort of apolitical cause I feel, uh, I feel like my energies, I, I tend to focus on other things anyway, but it, I would ask, two questions I'm very curious about now. The first one is just to kind of help me understand. So if, if, are, if you listen to Steve Bannon a lot, are you greeted with a lot of uh, anger just because you're perceived as, as this person on the right and then all of the baggage that comes with that? Is that part of your, your daily life? Plus the second part of the question would be like, as a musician in Florida, I believe you're in Florida. Is it, yeah. More acceptable to have thinking of what we would call the right and be out mixing and playing. I mean, is there more of an audience that's based in that when you play out um, or, well, or do you just I'm, play out? I'm, and I'm, I'm based out of New York. I'm in New Jersey. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'll, I'll be going back next month to New Jersey for, you know, five months until oh, I come back okay. here. I, just, I gotcha. I don't like the weather. So most of my songs are written there. So, um, so is Jersey um, like a place that that the chapter is a, that I'm in is in New York, is New York City. I gotcha. Um, so most of my songs were written, yeah, in New Jersey. Picture Perfect was ri- written here. Uh huh. But uh, um, um, so you know, they you're talking about the right having anger. You know, I, I find like with Steve Bannon, they're bringing out a lot of truth a lot of truths that I agree with. I don't agree with everything, but right. um, they're bringing out a lot of truths and the left doesn't seem to want to, they don't want to relate. They just want to, they want you to do, do what they want you to do. So you got to bring out this proof. And what I like about it too is, 
they're humorous and they'll find humor in it. You don't find that with the left. They're just like, shove it down your throat. You're going to take it. And anybody with common sense would say, no, I don't know. That sounds right. I certainly don't want to be a communist. That's for sure. Right. And I got to be honest with you. I think that Trump did a great job. Not that I, you know, I don't know if they agreed with going to Mars unless we have to put satellites up there and China's going to take over and the Russians or whatever. And we got to watch each other. I really don't know. But um, but going up there to find water, we got a lot of big problems here with water. We should be here. We should fix rivers. We should, you know, fix our own water. <laughs> right, fix our own water and, and not worry about the speck of water that you're going to get there and how we're going to get it. And we're going to and Elon Musk is going to like build a whole uh, another uh, culture up uh, on Mars. Yeah, right. Yeah. Sure. Okay. It's just a, 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 a you know a distraction, and I I just. Um, uh, because the pushback is so hard to get anything done. But anyway, I really think that Trump did a great job. I think we're doing great. We haven't seen what Biden's going to do yet, but it's going to hit in 2022. And it's going to hit hard unless something happens with um, with the um, the proof, which is coming uh-huh. soon. I don't I don't know what apolitical is. What is apolitical? Uh, it's I pretty much don't. Um... You know, I don't really spend a lot of energy on politics. I mean, I have points of view and I tend to it's I, I'm, I'm more of a Zen person in the sense of it is what it is. And I'll deal with it the way I deal with it kind of in a personal level. I don't I've never really had this uh, interest in in persuading other people in the way I think. Uh, in fact, that's what I'm doing right now is I'm I'm more curious about where you're coming from and how all of this rolls into being a creative soul, which I think you are. I think you're a talented person. And, um, you know, so I don't, I, I mean, I get upset about politics if I see kind of what you're describing in a part that you're saying where you see something that you just think is stupid. And I, you know, I'll see that out of both sides, as you pointed out, going to Mars wasn't your idea of where we should spend our energy. And so I'm apolitical in the sense that I, 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 I don't really engage in right, left politics. I look at things, I tend to look at things more like it's all a uh, based in money. It's all based in those who have versus those who have not, if you want to well, you know what? It is, it is, it is, it is, it is. And like, you know, for Trump, I know that Trump, like, you know, like he said before he got, it, he's like, I am the swamp. And now that I'm here, I'm going to clean it up. I thought that was uh-huh. great. Everything they tried to pin on him, they couldn't do it because he really has a clean slate from what I've seen. Yeah, you know what? Um, he did what he had to do. Listen, in order to become the, to clean up the swamp, you got to become the swamp. But the swamp is just not. This swamp was deeper than Trump had I could ever imagine. And I think while he was in office, he had no idea what China. Everybody said Russia, 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 Russia. It's not Russia at all. It's China. They've been here for how many hundreds of years, 400 years or whatever. I yeah. mean, they're just, um, they want to take over. And I don't want to speak Chinese and I really don't give a shit what they're doing. But they, we need to um, knock them around a little bit somehow or they're going to take over and your kids will have slanted eyes. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, yeah. I'm not, I, you know what? I'm not a political, I, w- I can't go out and say, you know, I'm going to join Congress and I'm going to fight. I don't, I don't have the knowledge but I have common sense and I have um, I like my freedom that I can come and go. Um, I don't like the fact that, you know, 
they use the word God. I don't use the word God. I use higher power. Why? Because I don't, I feel that this entity is so powerful and in all life. And when Jesus was on the sermon on the mountain, uh, the sermon on the Mount and the, the followers said to him, Oh, my Lord, or Jesus, he said, you know, where is the kingdom of God? Bingo, baby. Where is it? I want to know. Inside. It's inside. Of course it's inside because we were given free will and we were given a conscience. So, you know, you steal that bubble gum when you're a kid and you steal it and, you know, a little voice comes in and says, Marianne, why are you stealing the gum? And Well, my mother would give me the money. Yeah, but don't you know that's wrong? Well, it might be wrong, but I really want the gum. So you do steal it. And, you know, it takes you for a while to, to grow up and, and learn certain things. Uh, one thing I do not like is to see anybody get hurt. I can watch murder all the time on TV, but in real life, I cannot handle it. I just don't like violence of, of any kind. And that's kind of weird, right? Well, but, I think um, it's that's to your point about the um, there's a built in mechanism or understanding that we all have of 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 sure. some might call it Conscious. fairness or exactly where it's like, hey, don't do that to that person. And it it's based in empathy, if you ask me, because the reason that you respond that way is because you've you know you or you can imagine what that feels like. And it's like, yeah, that's not right. Don't do that. Right. And it's automatic. It's young. I saw my it is. my my my. My my nephew, uh, my grandson uh, was three. I had to pick him up from school. So there was a little girl with a truck, you know, fairly big truck. And she's three, of course. And th- another little boy, he's three. So they're all three. And um, the little boy walks up to the little girl and yanks the truck out of her hand. Right. And Leland, my grandson, walked up to him took the truck back out of his hands and handed it back to the little girl. And I was like, now that's a conscience that is awake. And it, 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 it was just there. It's like, wow, it was so nice to see. And unfortunately, as you go through life, things can change. I mean, look what we see now. We see people uh, just um, kicking old women and men and uh, videos and punching the guy in the head. Yeah, it's like, that come seems on. pretty mean, and exactly. We're, and, and we're not stopping this we're not stopping this we're not allowing anyone to stop it we're stopping the cops it's like come on you know what um there's got to be law and order there's no doubt about it but so when i wrote is freedom free i talked about how the um (coughs) the um you know taxes uh, oil gasoline big business going overseas you know trump started to change all that and, and there is one word. In fact, uh, I don't really talk to Steve, but I send, the, you know, the fight and I send uh, this freedom free with the flag and it's dripping blood, you know. And um, he made a comment like, I don't know if, uh, if Trump uh, agrees with that castration. So I had to type back from Twitter right away to America's Voice. And I said that I never said that Trump felt that way. You know, I never said that. That's the way I feel about rape. You know, eyes wide open, castration is the key. And, you know, you talk to a lot of people and they're like, why would you, um, why would you, Timmy even said to me, my husband, he said, Mayor, you've you got to use that word. I'm like, there's no other word to use. Yeah. We put people in jail. Yes, women do it too, but the, the scale is like, you know, all the way up here and women are down here. You know, we're changing our, um, <laughs> they want to make us trans, what are they, transhuman? they're just they're they're killing the spirit they're killing the the conscience 
it, it's just getting dulled. I mean, it's 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 um it's dulled anyway. The thing is, is you can't dull it. You you shouldn't allow it. You shouldn't allow it to go dark. That's that's the problem. It'll always be there. The soul is always there too. Here's another thing to think about. How old are you, John? Well, I never say my age out loud. Okay, so I'm going to be, well, you know, again, I'm going to be 65, and I still feel like I'm, uh, let's see if we can identify what I feel like. I bet you you can't identify it either. Um, Because as you see, you look in the mirror, and you're aging, and you're like, who the hell is this guy? He doesn't look like anything. I don't remember. (laughs) But then you look again, and you're actually saying to yourself, you but I don't feel like this guy. Who the hell is he anyway? Just, 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 just disintegrating in front of my face. Um, but then you try to identify, like, okay, so you're, you're 55, you're 65, but how do you feel? Well, I don't know. Do I feel 30? Yeah, maybe I feel 30, but you can't identify it. How about 20? Now, 20 is too young. It was like yeah, a lot of mistakes at 20. I don't think I think I don't want to go there. Well, how about 40? Well, 40, yeah, I could. Maybe. I don't know. I just don't know how old I am. You know why? Oh. Because the soul doesn't die. Ah, there you go. It doesn't With, age either, maybe. It doesn't it doesn't age. That's what I meant. It doesn't it doesn't die, it doesn't age. It doesn't age. That's why when you look in the mirror and you're gonna do this now, you're gonna look in the mirror and go, you know what, she's right. <laughs> I don't feel when you're ninety, you're still gonna feel you know, your your brain can get sick and you can get tired and stuff, but you're still you. You have never changed. Yes, you might have matured, but you haven't changed. Yeah, maybe you're you know you're, you're um, maybe you have more confidence and stuff like that, and and uh, but you just can't identify your age because the soul doesn't age. When the heart beats, <coughs> so when the heart beats, the soul enters at the same time. And when the the heart stops beating, the soul immediately leaves the body. So are we aliens or what, John? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, you know what? I think this is a perfect time to put on Crossing Over by the 31st. Uh, crossing Over by, we, we went from Transparent World to Crossing Over by the yep. 31st. Yep, I think it's okay. a perfect yeah, time to interject that. I do. That's so here we, here, here we go with that, okay. and then we'll be back to okay. talk more. Take the old and blue 
You know, it's funny, my getting back to what we were, I love that song, by the way. That's one of the ones we play. Yeah, oh, I love it. It's my favorite. yeah that, that, that was uh, very well done by uh, my daughter, Samantha's a boyfriend. I threw it at him and I said, can you do something with this? Yeah. And when I came back, he just, I, w- I just listened and listened and listened. And at the very, very end of the song, there's a release. And, and when he said, I'm not done editing, editing the song yet. And uh, when I went back to listen, I said, oh, what did you do? You took out right near the ending that the release, there's a release where it, it releases you. I said, whatever it was you did, put it back the way it was, because I have to have that there. That is, that is, that has right. to be there. And uh, yeah, it's um, a really you know, good that, song. That one's kind of got a David Bowie vibe going for it. You know, kind of the yeah, I think, uh, soft Bowie. Yes. Um, yeah, it's interesting, you know, and that's a different... Um, guitar player that I uh, had uh, you know because he said Mary I had to go over your guitar with a different guitar sound and that's fine yeah um, but it's still my you know I'm the writer you know and I'm the, the singer of it and then all the bells and whistles that he put in yeah they're a little off the cuff for what I'm doing but it was a different uh, I, I like love it. to work with 
I love to work with uh, other mu- uh, musicians. Uh, I'll do anything. I would do anything for, for music. I would, yeah. uh, except I don't care for opera. I was a ballerina for to, from the age of three to twelve, and I love that. But um, but I don't care for jazz too much. I would like to sing a blues song. I should write one, but I'm like. I don't know. I couldn't sit through a night of blues, though. I, I just couldn't sit through a whole night of blues. It's just too, like, I got to go to sleep now. Yeah. You know, I, I just would fall asleep. I just like, um, I like rock and roll. I got to be honest with you. And I like all the oldies. I love the oldies. But um, yeah, all right, go. You got to. <laughs> it's, it's, I, 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 you know, it's funny because I, when I listen to a lot of the remakes, it's just, it, it's like you have this classic, I don't know, like a late 60s, 70s, thing going on a lot of times yeah everybody everybody tells me that do you think do you think if that's the case it you know we were talking not necessarily that i need to we need to dwell on politics but you were talking about a lot of the dissatisfaction you have with the changes that are going on do you feel that it that's a comparison to the world that used to be in other words back in the 70s it was definitely well, was a different planet than what we're living in now the landscape was completely different in my opinion yeah but i was an airhead i was a party girl i smoked oh, a lot of pot and, and and i drank alcohol and i didn't care and i just worried about the gas lines it was just like you know if somebody was you know, if it was like a T in the road and you're waiting on the gas and there's the, there's the T and somebody formed another line, I'd be the first one to jump in and say the line and down there, I hey, see, that guy. That's <laughs> how I am now. That's, 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 it's, it's like, <laughs> Hey, you know, I'm only in the immediate, I'm only fixing my own things. I'm only, you know what I mean? And that's why yeah. I'm fascinated a lot of times with the scope that other people and how other people look at um, the contemporary, which I do think is messed up. Um, for a ton of reasons, but um, it's fascinating. When you were talking about looking at yourself in the mirror, I remember being a, a very young person. I was six or seven, and, and I, I was talking to my mom who was like putting makeup on, and I, I asked her how old she was, and I'm guessing she was like 36 or 37, which to me seemed really right. old. And I said, what is right. it like being that old? And she she sincerely looked in the mirror, and she said, well, John, I don't feel at all different. And it's exactly what you're talking right. about, like the soul not 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 aging. It's just what it is. Exactly. It seems to be. So that's yeah. That's cool. uh, when, I'm sorry. Go ahead. When I wrote when I wrote the song, um, I got to tell you why because we're alive. It's on my first album. Right. I was actually listening to a, a podcast by um, Eckhart Tolle with uh, with uh, Oprah. Yeah. And um, it, he's got um. A, 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 a couple of books out, A New Earth, and he's got um, uh, The Power of Now. Uh, a New Earth was tough for me. I could only go from the middle of the book out, but A Power of Now is like a Bible. It's like my Bible. Uh-huh. It's like when things were really, really, really bad, you could open it anywhere, and it's just like, oh, is this what's going on? Yeah, that's what's going on. Okay, I'll read that. And then, uh, so I would carry it around with me because things bother me. I want answers. I want to know why. And the only place to get them is inside. Yeah. So you got to find the right speaker. I don't want to go through Hindu and I don't want to go through Buddhist and I don't want to go through the Catholics, the Muslims or anything like that. I want to go through what I was given free will and a conscience to guide that will. So when right. I wrote, I got to tell you why, um, that's what I was singing. I got to tell you, I got to tell you why, why, why. My husband walked in and he's like, Mayor, when are you going to tell me? It's three days already. So, and then I just, I just, I put it together. Um, 
you know, why the oceans don't run dry, why a sweet tooth has such desire, why a newborn makes us shine. Uh, when we, we make a new friend, we smile. Uh, and I'm like, where the hell did that come from? I'm like, you know, but while I was writing it and I was stuck on the I got to tell you why part, which I thought sounded great. I looked up. I looked up. I don't look up. You have to look in. It's not up, really. Um, <laughs> and I just it said out loud, OK, listen, uh, you wanted me to write this. And I am writing it, but I need help. So get down here and do it. And then there you go. Right. Up, up, up. And nice. uh, I wrote, I finished, I finished the song. Yeah. But um, that's a nice song just to make you feel good for appreciation. And it just came together. And it's just, you know, just appreciating, you know, just walking outside and breathing the air and looking at the ocean, whatever. Because life is tough. I mean, as Trump would say, life is mean. And you know what? I did him on that. He's absolutely right. You got to figure it out. But it's, you know what? It's all inside, John. It's all in it. All can be resolved. You might have to go around in circles and ask yourself. And, you know, you can get very annoyed and violent and, and you know, and I'm not doing that. You know, as a kid, of course, teenagers know they'll buck you right to the end of the line. That's their uh, job. Until, <laughs> that's their job. But, you know, <laughs> like um, my mother, my mother uh I remember one time I was seeing this married guy I was 20 years old. I didn't know he was married as a bartender and his wife was uh, going to night school for nursing or whatever she was doing. So um, anyway, I started seeing this guy. Well, I was pissed off when I found out he was married and I told my mother, I am going to write to her and tell her. And she said to me, Marianne, real calm. She said, let me ask you a question. She said, if he's doing what he's doing, she said, do you think that he's happy? Do you think that she's happy? And she said, why would you want to write something to hurt somebody? You know, why would you want to do that? And I'm like, because she needs to know. That's why right. I want to do that. So then she said, well, let me ask you a question. She said, what if you, what if he left his wife and came to you? She said, and what if he, what he does to her, he did he does to you. And I went, Oh, he's not doing that to me because the light went on and I realized, Oh, I get it. I get what she was trying to say. You know, he's doing it to her. What, what makes you so special? Right. You know, he might do it to you too. Do you want that? So go that line or, you know, but she was very subtle the way she spoke to me. Um, you know, cause I think that's how you have to, even with she's my, letting my you figure it out. She's letting you figure it out for yourself instead of telling you what to and, do. It sounds and, like. And, and me, I'm the opposite. I'm I'm a, I'm a screamer. I'm like, yeah. You got to do. This. You got to get this done. And Sammy is my worst, but yet my greatest. I, I I only have two daughters, but they're both doing great. Nikki Lee's an RN. She's going right now for her. Um, it'll take her eight months for her master's. And Sammy's working for oral surgeon, and she just she's a masseuse. She's everything. She. This kid is just like, I don't know what, but she is a really a free thinker, sometimes a little whacked out for me. And then I look at myself as a kid, like nobody was going to tell me what I was going to do. I exactly. had all the answers. So, so I thought, but so I, I go with, um, with both girls. I have to, I think back to my mother and say, take it easy, Mary. You're, you're not going to, they didn't build Rome overnight and you're not going to change. They got to mature just like you did, you know? I think it's the hardest thing about being a parent where you, you like with my son, I'll have to realize that, you know, I can tell him everything about my life experience. It doesn't relate to him until he relates to it somehow. And meaning he's got to go through it himself 
to come up with the same realizations I have or else he won't realize it. He'll just go, yeah, this is what my old man told me and I'm a good kid. So I'm listening to him or I'm angry that I have to listen to him. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense to to impose your will on other people. And that's the thing. Right, it's, it's, right. I, I think we're living in a world where where there's an immediacy because of social media. There's a uh, narcissism that's very special for our time, which I don't tend to participate in that. that and you add this idea where everyone's telling everyone else what to do instead of organically letting them be who, who they are. Like, I have no issues at all right. listening to you talk about politics. However, I got to believe you get yourself in a lot of trouble in a lot of places in America today, just by being you and having your own opinion that other people aren't willing to listen to. Um, yeah. And consider, um, consider like I'm listening to a person who's a very caring person. Who's very, <clears throat> you're talking about spiritual things and you're talking about being fair to people. So that's the part that I see, whatever you're talking about, you know, but other people right. are just going to vilify you because you're talking a diatribe from their point of view that they despise. <clears throat> Yeah, well, I'm not political by no means, and I could never go, like I said, to Congress or anything. I, I couldn't even tell you what the, the Constitution is. I only have a very strong moral compass for what's right or wrong. Right. And when you when you see people kicking people and stuff like this, and they don't want law and order, it's like, all right, come on. And, you know, um, it, it's just yeah. a little bit out of hand here, and there's got to be a balance, you know. And, 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 and in my song, you know, people get upset, you know, because I use the word uh, castration. Oh, no, you can't do that. Yeah, you can not? do whatever you want. Uh, what, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, what, and, what, and why is there a bond here? There shouldn't be. that You're not doing it. And he's not doing it. He's not right. doing it. But that guy's doing it, and he keeps doing it, and he's hurting people. Well, it's not related to me. They're not hurting me. Well, right. well they are. They're hurting somebody. So how do we nip it? If you're, if you're well, in think, another country and you... I'm sorry. I think that... I, I think that, that it's people hiding from truth too. like your way of expressing that scenario is by using, a, you know, this vulgar term because you're saying it's a vulgar scenario. And it's like you can't listen to that, but you can go on YouTube and see all kinds of F-bombs and all kinds of derogatory language in every other way. So w- w- right, as an artist, right. you're entitled to do exactly that. Right. I just um, it's just uh, there's. um you know, if you're going to if you're going to approach something, uh, you know, if you're going to put somebody in jail and then you're going to let them out and they're going to do it again. I think that the the, the, um, the punishment has to be more permanent. So if you did something like that, uh, guess how many people would stop ra- raping people? You know, yeah. you just you just throw <laughs> a line out there and you're like, yeah, go ahead, go for it. You know, in, in Japan or wherever they'll. Uh, or I don't know where, if you spit gum on the ground or if you steal something in a country, they'll cut off your finger. You know, uh, is it harsh? Yeah, it's harsh, but uh, um, I guess you're going to learn your lesson. And <laughs> yeah, crime, will stay, crime will stay down. I just don't know how far we can go to allow uh, these things to continue to uh, just keep um, going. You, you know, know, it's, it's funny, too, because I don't sense that you're you're lacking compassion because you're saying you just said it. You're like, how far where is that line? But you're just suggesting that that line is a, a, a totally wrong place right now. It's not I don't think well, you're advocating you know to. why, John, you know why? Because when you look at the politicians and I don't care if they're left, right, blue, green, I don't care what they are. They don't care. They, they don't, don't seem care to. to address the problem you've got a problem let's just identify rape and incest and stuff like that you know listen 
You raise a little boy and a little girl, you are ruining their life. Yeah, that's a pretty I tough one. I was a one. little girl. I didn't like my neighbor. I didn't want my neighbor talking to me. You look at Biden, and he's 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 sniffing, breathing, and little girl's hair. I mean, yeah, that I stuff does seem out, a little creepy. I mean, it's just creepy. It's like, who does it? it? No little girl. No little girl. No little girl. No little boy. You can't. You rape a little boy. Listen, you're shutting them down. They are shutting down. It's like... I just got to look at the, I am compassionate. Of course I am. And that's why I have to use that word. It's like, I, we're at the end of the line. Right. Here, okay. This is happening. We're going back in time. Now it's getting worse. What's going to happen? And now, I'm, I, I'm, I, I totally, I, I totally get that because that's what I'm advocating. If I'm writing a book or I'm writing a song or I'm expressing myself, I'm entitled to use whatever I want. Now, if society wants to censure that, that's on them. You know, there's my book and they can blot out the words. But my intention is to state a certain thing, which is all you're doing. I don't understand why anyone would truly be offended by that unless they're just some kind of puritanical uh, person well, who, fact, who it was just, a, it was, I played the song out and this couple, a husband and wife. And I, oh, I, I see. get confronted by the way, like, Oh, you use that word. And I'm just like, well, uh, can you, can you, can you tell me to, can you give me another word to use? I mean, what if your yeah. wife was, what about your daughter, your son? What about yourself? What if three men held you down and raped you? You know, how would you feel then about yeah. it? You know, it's just, to you what about the little girl what about the little boy that held you know i just i just you know i'm just like and, and, and you know what i don't know that they would shut me down for that word because you know what they don't even hear it the, pol- yeah. po- the politicians they just they override it like well you know we can't oh god you know god forbid if we did that what do you mean god forbid just do it if i was if i was in charge i'd say you know what the next rape this is going to be the example that's it and you know what would happen nothing Nobody would do anything. There wouldn't be any more rapes. You know what I'm saying? So I hear you what can you're lock saying, people yeah. up. They know they know they're gonna get out. They know so it's like, you know, we just we throw the rope out there and say, Yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna hook you up and we're gonna put you in jail for doing that and then they get out, they do it again. So that's I more I I, I, it's not that's it's more you're talking are you talking about like in New York where they're 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 where people are doing crime and then getting released now? You're talking about that law that the new yeah, law. Yeah, well York. now I, it's, I, it's, I see. I see. It's three three hundred and thirty five percent of there's no reason for this. This yeah. is not about the Floyd. This is not about Floyd. This is about just running amok and making a mess, all it is. And one team saying, Yeah, go ahead, you know, it's they're just protesting. Bullshit. And then the other side is trying to stop it. Well, you know what? We wouldn't be in this mess if, you know, if they had more forethought. You know, or hindsight control, yeah. Forethought yeah. Insights. Like, come on. You know what? Sometimes you got to gonna crack the whip and crack the whip and make it happen. So you know, I see. I, I, my... I think I'm starting to get it. It's, you're talking from a person who's experiencing life kind of in New York City and what's going on in New York City right now. I don't know if it's only New York City. I don't know what's happening in California, but Newsom got has got to go. <laughs> um, um, the border, you know, we got open borders here and we shouldn't, we shouldn't. They, every, if everybody wants to come in, fine, you come in, come in legally, you know, listen, um, these countries are being take o- taken over by dictators and therefore there's people are starving they're being told what they have to do. There's no freedom. Venezuela was a very rich country. What is it now? Right. You know, and it's very, very sad. So um, that's why we have to be very, very careful of what we're doing. We can't, 
you know, listen, I'm not going to get out in the street and start arguing with people. I, I'm a Republican and you're this and that and, that, and you're wrong. Uh, but I'm going to write a song like Is Freedom Free? And I'm going to write a song like Transparent World. Um, and yeah, I, I get it. The individual. I get because it. The I answers get it. aren't. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The, 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 we're, we're programmed by the outside. We listen to the outside, but you got to weigh it. You got to weigh it. You got to find right. the truth. Wait a minute. What is the truth? You know, kicking somebody in the head, an older woman, a young man doing this who's just out of control, whose conscience is totally suppressed because it's dark, uh, has lost his way. Is it parenting? Yeah, maybe so. Relationship, things go wrong. It's, it's sad. It's really sad. But I don't know what to say, John. We could go on all day about this. Well, yeah, that's, I think that you're convincing me to remain apolitical for the most part because it is a very frustrating thing. I don't mean to make light of anything that you're saying. It's no, just, no, 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 no. It's just such an overwhelming beast once you start, once a person starts contemplating these things, because I think essentially it does make you feel or a person feel helpless in the scenario, which is really how I feel when it comes to politics. And maybe that's why, in part, I became apolitical. It's like, well, I don't have a feeling like I'm going to make a difference anyway, so I'm going to let these people. Well, you know, uh, that, that that was my thing. And I'm not going to make a difference Um Really, um, I can only, you know, John, change comes one person at a time. It's exactly. not political. It's just a way of life. It's the way you treat somebody. Exactly. It's contagious. Just like bad behavior is contagious, too. However, it because is. you're awake and your conscious is awake, you choose to say, I'm not going that avenue. I'm going to go this avenue. Um, well, it but, seems um, healthier for your soul and your body, to be honest with you, just to not make evil choices and and i think evil choices are are smaller than people think i mean the small choices that lead you down the path to turn into that monster later is an evil choice yeah, listen, i mean it just is i um i i partied i did drugs i i drank for a long time and then one time i fell in my house and um and i was having problems with my marriage because and so therefore when somebody's not listening to you, you tend to drink more and I fell and uh, I landed on my hands and a voice said in my head, he's not going to take you down. You are. Yeah. And I realized at that moment, Mayor, you're, it's true. You're drinking. You're trying to make a point. You're arguing whatever. And you look like the bad guy. And I just stopped. I mean, I didn't stop completely. I stopped. I stopped the fighting. I stopped trying to win. I tr- stopped trying to be acknowledged. And I started, um, I, I, had, I think I had already started writing. I was still fighting for their respect and stuff like that. And we're still together. I just got smarter. You know, yeah. I, just got, I just got smarter. I just, you know, there's nothing really on the outside I want. I don't need to be wined and dined. I'm 65 years old. I'm happy with who I am on the inside. I know what I've been through. And, um, I don't think I'd ever go. I don't want to go another go around. It'd, ha- it'd have to be somebody that's totally like, you know, you're just, you know, uh, you're good. <laughs> you yeah. know, you're just, you're, you're good with life. You're good with what comes and you can handle it as it comes to you, you know? Well, you know, um, it's, you know, what's? I think this is a great, op- you lead me to these great opportunities. It's a great opportunity to put on Nowhere to Turn. Oh, Nowhere to Turn. Okay. Yeah. yeah you could do that. Why'd you let go of 
Has a little, it's like I said earlier, there's a 60 70 vibe that you have going. It's a little bit like Brenda Lee meets Bob Dylan in a way, is one of the images I came up with because it has to do with your vocal quality plus just just the vibe of the song. It's a cool song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that song. Like I said, um, you know, that's very um, heartfelt. And um, she was, uh, you know, she was hurting and. And like I said, when my husband said, Mir, can't you like, uh, can't you make it happy? <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it just came, it just clicked. And I wrote it and I'm like, boy, isn't that, it's just, a, that's why when I do tweet it out, I'm like, it's all in the third verse. It's all in the third verse. Not that it happened to me, but it's all in the third verse, you know? And I don't want to say that either because we're all different personalities. And the more we mature, 
we get a better understanding for who we're with right. and what their um, what their flaws are. And they're not, you know, they're, they're not meant to. They're just egos, you know, and they they can be they can be relaxed. If you're relaxed, you they'll relax. Yeah, it, it all depends. What, what's involved here if alcohol is involved. I don't drink anymore. I just don't have the desire for it or drug or doing like that. But, but um, you know, a funny thing real quick. So I went to school. I hated school. But I went back to school when I was 40 and I had to take a bath and I had to take two Englishes. And so the first English I really liked, it was writing. And I think that's what opened up my brain. Because oh, nice. I didn't start writing. I didn't. Uh, it just kind of popped like that third eye that you have. And this writing just started to come when I was 47. So anyway, so I uh, had this teacher though for when I, then I wrote the song is, uh, you know, in 2006, that it was freedom free. And all these young kids, you know, are there, these 20 year olds and you know, whatever they are. And um, teachers talking about, remember the woman, Mary, that drowned her five children in the bathroom. Oh her yeah. 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 My husband was a preacher. So she's telling the kids about this happening. And I can't, I went blank because what she was saying and stating to the kids was wrong because they were, she was saying that she was wrong. I understand she was wrong for doing this. I want to know why she did it. So what happened was is on a national broadcast, the husband, the preacher made this statement uh-huh. and he said, I just don't understand why the woman down the street who has nine children can homeschool those children and she can't homeschool five. Now, I'd have to, as a person, I have to go back in my head and think, wow, that is a terrible comparison to, to size somebody up that way. What was she living? Yeah, it this is, guy's actually. A preacher. She's definitely not heard and what's been going out in that house to cause her something caused her to kill these kids. This girl, this woman was trapped and, and by no means, listen, it was wrong to do, but there was a reason for it. So I stood up in front of the class and I said, wait, wait a minute, you know, let's, let's think about this and, and let's go back. If we could you know, roll the tape and find that you'll find it. If they could roll the tape, they'll find it where he actually said that. And I said, look what he did to her. Exactly. He compared her. And how long has he been doing that? What did he do to her? And the teacher just said to me, you know, Marianne, then she made us write on a piece of paper after that. It, just a couple words, a sentence, if you want, is freedom free. And I just, I put no, I put no, uh, freedom isn't free. And um, somebody paid a price. Well, she went off into a tangent with that. So yeah. that's when I went home and I wrote that song is freedom free, went back to the school and I stuck it in her mailbox after I finished my album, put her name on. I said, stick this in Margaret's thing, this professor. And I said, here's your freedom. It isn't free. Smoke that. Yeah. Or listen, it's one or the other. It's interesting because I, I don't think you, you know, can stifle that creative um, expression that you're talking about that you found. And I, so many people try, it's, it's, it's amazing to me. Like, like why would a teacher, it's like, like I'm saying, what I try to do when I'm talking to you is I'm trying to, to empathize with you and be in your place. Why wouldn't the teacher do that for you? Why wouldn't they, she just go, well, let's see. Why do you think it's not free? She was unwilling. It sounds like to even like oh, no, the idea. 
she insisted. She pulled me out to the hallway. She said, you know, Marion, I'm teaching a class here. I said, I don't really care what you're doing, but uh, freedom isn't free. It never has been free. Uh, it's not free. That's it. That's yeah. the bottom line. And I didn't say a word when I came back in. I could have been really fresh about it. But there, here's, here's what it is, John. It comes back down to that truth. Right. I knew in my heart that somebody lost a life for our freedom. So you're telling me freedom is free and you're forgetting. We're not forgetting. Yeah. We put them all in the ground and we raise flags and we do all that shit. But, but um, freedom isn't free. It was never free. So now, you know, since 2006, I would tweet that out too. In 2006, I wrote this song. Nobody was talking about it. Now, now it's, uh, you know, it'll come to rise up. Right. Freedom isn't free. It never was. Yeah. Um, yeah she was very upset with me over that. But like I said, it really bothered me. It bothered me how I could get my point across to her. How dare her not allow me? How not not even how dare her? How dare her not see my point of view that freedom isn't free? I right. mean, anything you buy, it's not free. You have to pay for anything. You know, there's punishments for everything. If somebody gets raped, there's a price. Somebody paid a price. They yeah. paid a price. An innocent party. I don't give a shit who it was. You know, I'm cursing now. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, that's um, okay. I do it so from time to time. So it's a truth. It's just a truth. It's like, you know it, John, yourself. Yes. And yeah, there's human truth. Lost, there's no doubt. You know, somebody lost their life in a war. That wasn't, yep. that, that's for our freedom, but it's not free. He right. paid a price. Somebody was raped, incest, whatever. You stole something. You're going to be punished for it. That item was not free. <laughs> you know, it, it, there's a price for everything. But anyway, so... That's my story, and I'm sticking to it, I guess. Um, well, my gosh, um, it has been wonderful talking to you. You're a very fascinating person to me. I like the fact mm -hmm. that you just, you're, you're, you know, maybe it's as you attribute it to age, you're just more fearless, and at least you're, anyone who even wants to criticize any points of view that you have, that would, I would hope they would at least say, well, at least she's being straightforward and telling us where she's coming from, and, and you're not letting that be stifled. Musically, I, I, I think that uh, people should certainly give you a listen. Where would they be able to find all of your music online? Well, they could go to mariansmusic.com and then just go through, you know, uh, the, their videos are up there. And then you can find the, the songs that are attached to Pandora and Spotify and iTunes and uh, Amazon and whatever's up there. Um, 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 yeah. I can't name them all without seeing oh. them. But um, it's been a long walk, John, and I cannot um, make anyone listen to my songs. Uh, Rosebud is my signature song because I do believe that, um, and if you listen to Rosebud, it's, it's really, I, when we finished, uh, the, the boys in that studio said to me, we're done. The song is done, Marianne. And I said, no, it can't be. It's not done. It's done, <laughs> Marianne. We can't add anything else to it. And I said, no. I said, where is he? the husband, the partner, where is he? And I looked at the drummer and I said, where is he? And he went industrial. He's working. He can't hear her. I said, exactly. He went out and he got the garbage can. He got, the, and then Joe Zine uh, from Steinwan studio, Joe said, Oh my God, he's bringing it. So he got two barbells and like in Shank redemption, yeah. the timing of the lightning hitting so he could break that pipe. So you hear that almost like um, I'm working on the railroad, you know, the metal, right. metal, boom, right. boom. And you could hear that in the back of the song. So that was really important to me that, that we had to, you know, complete that. And then of course the song was done, but I, I, I knew something was missing. I just didn't know how to ask for it or how to get it. So 
I just wanted, I asked, where, where is he? And he said, he's working industrial. And therefore that's how I got that, that metal hitting metal in the background. Like that, the, the, you know, I've been working on the railroad song or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's it. <laughs> well, thank you again for, for sitting down and talking with me. Well, I had such a great time, John. Oh, and I wanted to just say, so Route 66, I thought was really good. Oh, and thank I you. really thought you said, I thought you sound so, so um, uh, money, money, actually, uh, you're doing the song money. It actually is very gritty. You've got that grit, like uh, the Titans. What's their name? So they did the Grinch song. Oh, I yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget the name of it, but I remember you mentioned it. Then I went that. back and I'm like, well, he doesn't really sound like that because you got a lot of grit in your voice. So then, uh, you know, Angel singing, that's a softer one. But then you, Memphis, I think Memphis, yeah. was it Memphis? Yeah, okay. in Memphis. That's yes. that. <clears throat> that excuse me. That's got a lot of grit in it too. Yeah, it's so fun. I love doing it. <clears throat> yeah. No, well, if you ever um, want to do a duet, if you write something, call me. You got my number. Well, I greatly I appreciate. Did, it. I may take you up on that. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love it. I love it. I did it with Stuart from uh, um, the UK with uh-huh. uh, Hand in the Fire. Uh, yeah. And um, we did it uh, just studio to studio and whatever got it done, and I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, I would do anything. Anyway, oh, it was cool. great, John. Really oh. great uh, talking to you. And um, now we've got life all figured out. Exactly. <laughs> That's a beautiful <laughs> thing. And and you know what else is we, we're tech savvy now. We are. We are. You're, now we, you're, we, you're can, we know we can solve problems collectively at this point. Yeah. Patience. Patience, right? Exactly. That's all it, there is. Yeah. It was so, fun. Well, thank you. I, I'll let you, I'll post you on, I, this is probably two or three weeks away from, from being posted on um, the site, but I'll let you know when that's, that's happening. So is that cool? That's fine. Yeah, sure. You can text me, let me know. I'll be out there on Twitter blowing Pluto up a little bit through the stars. Well, you're very kind. You look out for us as it is. Do you, hey, that we're done with the show. I just personally want to ask you, do you get in trouble on, on Twitter? Hey there, this is John. I want to thank everyone for listening to the Mobile Radio Carnival at the CEF.world. I also want to say, hey, thanks, Marianne, for being on the show.